The long wait for Euro 2020 is finally over. In the build-up to the big kickoff, we are doing something special. We have scoured the Twitterverse to find a representative from each of the 24 nations competing in this summer's European Championships. We'll be recording a preview with each representative who will be sharing views on their nation's hopes and expectations throughout the tournament. And most importantly, the fantasy assets we should be looking out for. Welcome to Euro 2020 Happy Hour. Hello and welcome to our Euro 2020 preview series with myself Sham, otherwise known as FPL Two Guys One Cup on Twitter, and myself Rob, otherwise known as FPL Panda. Tonight, Rob, we have another guest who is representing a country that has qualified through the Nations League, and that is Hungary and our rep David. Welcome, David. Hello, guys. It's lovely to be here. How are I'm you? Buzzing, buzzing to start. Yeah, yeah, a bit excited. Uh, and uh, yeah, I have to say that uh, I, I really welcome your idea to, to go through all the nations. And this is a huge project, I, I understood. And uh, even taking the time and effort to, to dive deep into all of these, these countries and even um, taking the effort to, to represent and, and uh, have the possibility to talk about the small countries as well, such as Hungary. So yeah, amazing to be here. No problem. Thank you for coming on. So, um, David, do you want to tell us a bit about yourself? What football team do you support? What do you do? How old you are? And if you play FPL? Yes, 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 sure. Of course, I'm playing FPL. So this is why we uh, have been connected <laughs> via Twitter. Um, and yeah, I'm um, playing this game passionately and I am uh, uh, can consider myself as a FPL enthusiastic. Um, yeah, this is my 10th season, uh, so uh, yeah, playing this, this game quite uh, long now. Uh, have been able to, to sneak into the top 10k uh, two times. Uh, last one was, uh, was um, last year when I managed to um, get my best uh, rank, which is inside the top 4k. Now this is a disastrous one, obviously. So uh, this season is is my worst, actually, uh, sitting into the uh, sitting in at uh, 400k. Um, but yeah, anyway, um, we will talk about a different subject here. So <laughs> I'm, I'm... <laughs> nice. Yeah, yeah, I'm happy. <laughs> um, uh, what football team do you support, David? Um, Manchester United. Yeah. Same as Rob. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, right. So. David, let's talk about Hungary. Um, you guys took a different qualification route where you um, ended up qualifying for the Euros. Uh, you didn't qualify from the normal route. You went through the Nations League. Do you want to talk us through a little bit about how you did in the original qualifying and how you did in the Nations League? Yes, yes, sure. So, yeah, it was a long journey. <laughs> and uh, I would be lying if uh, I would say to you that uh, we totally got and totally understood the process, uh, how this possibility is, is still uh, live when, when we just uh, missed the first opportunity uh, qualifying from the, the normal group. And then we got into this um, yeah, nation, Nations League uh, group. And from that, uh, we even had to do playoffs as well. So yeah, we had to play a lot of games. And 
considering the original group, uh, we really lagged uh, world-class opponents. So Croatia was the was the biggest one, uh, the toughest one. And after that, uh, I would say Wales, Slovakia uh, was quite on the same level. Um, and and yeah, these were the the teams that we had to beat. And we started really well. Uh, we were top uh, at halftime, but uh, then the result just um, didn't come. So uh, yeah, we had to take our second um, possibility. But uh, yeah, you know the people in, in Hungary just uh, yeah consider this not really a, a big opportunity. Just uh, you know um, a second chance, let's say, or, or last chance on, uh, to to be there and uh, and qualify and, and keep fighting. So we, yeah, uh, basically we just grabbed this chance and at the end of the day, we were quite happy because uh, during the, uh, the playoffs, uh, we played really, really good games, two really good games. And uh, the qualifying against Iceland uh, on the final match was just uh, amazing. Nice. And how, how did you, what do you, what's your thoughts on the Nations League? Yeah, you know, um, this is just not uh, the tournament that you you wish to to win, and and I can understand your um, op opinion about that. That this is not just uh, the greatest tournament, and maybe just a pain in the ass because uh, <laughs> nobody 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 totally gets what what is going on. Um, but for us, um, actually, or for such nations like Hungary, it's it's a good one because we are just playing with teams who, who represent the same quality or the same um, level of, of strength, and and these games are really enjoyable. And of course, it's a, re a great idea to to replace the friendlies because yeah, they were, they were pointless. The Nations League, just uh, one one more level above that. So. Um, of course, uh, it was not a, a thing that we understood how the qualification goes, but uh, at the end of the day, we got lucky that we had this opportunity. Without that, we won't be here. So, of course, uh, Ankurian people are loving it now at the moment. So, yeah. Nice. So, I guess who, throughout that journey from the qualification um, and the Nations League, who are your main players that really played well throughout that process? Mm -hmm. Yeah, okay, so uh, you can see the names, uh, the goal scorers here, and um, yeah, just nothing standout player uh, at first glance. Um, whenever we are talking about the team, the Hungarian team, and also the pundits uh, at home, just um, men mention the whole team in capital letters, not just a bunch of individuals. Um, the whole team uh, is the one who is really um, performing well and performing together. Of course, this is not uh, the greatest scenario for uh, for fantasy perspective, but um, uh, we used a lot of players uh, during these in these qualification periods. The the team was rotated, rotated not because of uh, resting perspe perspective, but uh, rather to find the right players. Now I would say that um, the starting eleven, um, so nine players out of the starting uh, eleven would be uh, quite. Uh, sure to be to to be became a regular starter and will start at the tournament, but uh, yeah, they they will lose, uh, use the war squad and um, the standout players. Of course, um, I have to mention at first place uh, Soboslai, who is our main talent, young prospect, uh, uh, only uh, twenty years old and. Uh, 
basically everybody is, is writing about him and, and you cannot find an article collecting the, the European young talents uh, without him. And actually, he's just—he was just really the, our main man, and and grabbed the opportunity, um, took the charge, uh, lead the boys out, um, scoring really important goals uh, along the way, and also um, just uh, fulfilled this playmaker role uh, really maturely, um, despite um, that he's, he's so young. Uh, unfortunately, he he was uh, injured uh, in the process, so couldn't play all the games. But um, yeah, definitely he, he has to be there. And um, of course, uh, yeah, in this list, uh, the second player who I would uh, highlight is uh, Willy Orban, who is um, a center back, but uh, with three goals, he was the, our top scorer. So it's uh, quite, uh, quite interesting. And uh, actually, he has a really good sense to, to meet with these balls. Um, after corners, uh, defensively and, and also attacking wise as well. So um, basically, if I have to really highlight individuals, these two players would be. But uh, yeah, we have to co uh, consider the whole team as a compact one because um, yeah, this is how it works okay, without so really without uh, world-class players. Yeah. So we asked you for a talisman, your main players. Interesting that you chose. So you chose. How do you pronounce this? Slavaski. So, Soboslay. Soboslay. Yeah, um, yeah, he's yeah. only twenty years old. Um, where does he play? Tell me a little bit about about him. Yeah, so he just uh, switched club uh, in the winter time, uh, coming from Salzburg, from Austria, and now he's the player of RB Leipzig, so uh, playing in the Bundesliga. Uh, I will fix this like that. Uh, so um, he's, as I mentioned, um, yeah, really our main player now. Um, the unfortunate thing that he got injured right after his move to RB Leipzig. So um, it was a mysterious one, some kind of uh, muscle injury and really could not play for them uh, for months. And um, that may maybe that's why you uh, ne never heard about him. But um, in the Austrian league uh, and also in the Champions League, uh, he, he participated and uh, yeah, was not just a regular starter, but uh, yeah, he, he was a game decider. And he's fit now? Uh, yeah, he started to train now, so yeah, this will be a, a key period for them um, to to gain his match fitness. But I'm really confident that um, they will do everything. He loves playing for the national team, so um, of course it, this will be his priority. And uh, and actually, the, the coach just cannot leave him out. So uh, I'm quite quite confident that he will play uh, in the. Um, uh, two friendlies before the tournament uh, as well so we will know more about him of course but yeah this is basically our uh, only chance to to have him fit and and yeah i'm quite confident that the timing will be right okay so let's talk from a fantasy perspective now david so are there any players that when we look at from a fantasy perspective from from hungary um bear in mind you've got the toughest group um uh remind me of the of who you've got in your group yeah yeah i understand your smile so yeah we, we, uh, we were not not kind of lucky uh regarding this this draw so yeah we have um the defending champions of the euros which is portugal we have the world cup winners 
<laughs> but when you say it like that, <laughs> that's just, just bad enough. Just those two. <laughs> yeah, and lastly, lastly Germany. So yeah, um, as tough as tough as it gets, um, basically we just uh, yeah, couldn't imagine a worse group like this. But yeah, this is a. Um, a huge chance to, to show ourselves to the world. And um, of course, when we are talking about um, the fantasy perspective, uh, we have to bear in mind these, these kind of tough games because we just, uh, we cannot name one, name one game out of these that when we will have a um, actual chance to score more goals or, or just yeah. to be the, the favorite, we will be totally uh, in the uh, underdog role. And um, what also makes this prediction a bit difficult that we haven't played with them. Uh, I mean, um, same level of quality teams for years now. Uh, last time when we uh, qualified to the Euros uh, was four years ago, five years ago, sorry. Um, we got drawn against Portugal as well. And we played a really entertaining 3-3 draw with them. Um, and actually, we uh, overtook them, so uh, we qualified from that group and was really, really um, overachievement, I would say. But realistically, uh, if it will be three defeats, then nobody can say a word because, yeah, this is the reality. Fair enough. Uh, At least you're honest about it. <laughs> yes, yes, and uh, <laughs> I think we have to be. Uh, the Hungarian sports media is uh, is usually uh, just setting the expectations so high that uh, it will be a disaster if we will not qualify from this group. But this, this is just really, crazy. yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, <laughs> this is uh, wow. this is why that um, usually the, these these tournaments are just really disappointing for us because this is how they interpret it. But uh, at least our coach is uh, is a really realistic one. Uh, he's an Italian guy, Marco Rossi, and uh, yeah, basically just uh, set this team up so well. Um, of course, this will be a different role for us to to sit back, and I'm sure, quite sure that we will do that, and um, we will play with with five uh, defenders. I think in all of the games, but at least the team has a character uh, to to compete with these uh, big teams as well. And uh, I quite see the possibility uh, to, to grab a point from, from the, uh, these three matches. So I, I think we will avoid three defeats, but, um, but yeah, let's see. So that's quite optimistic. Yeah, it, it is, it is, I, I know that, um, but at least the, the team is capable of doing that. So uh, we managed to beat uh, Croatia uh, lately. And uh, this was a, a comeback win against them. Um, of course, these teams a bit more higher in the in the pecking order uh, from from Croatia even. But yeah, we 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 did this, and um, of course, uh, the team will be set up uh, to to compete. And um, and as I mentioned, um, we are really strong together. So as a team, uh, if we uh, will have a, a Soboslai fit as well, and also a huge boost. So, um, of course, um, what I also wanted to mention that uh, against us, probably uh, they will not push the guests uh, that hard and, and they will rest some players because this is their only opportunity um, uh, to do that. And um, also these players had 
really, really tough season with congested fixtures, uh, also long season without much breaks. So you're hoping this... you can exploit that. Yes, yes, yes. This is actually uh, our takeaway from that and uh, and our chance to, to do that. And yeah, lastly, uh, we will play the um, first two games at home. And um, this is also a huge boost. So the Hungarian supporters are really famous to, to create a, a really um, good atmosphere. And, um, are you going to be going? Yeah. Um, oh, I have, you, you are. Yeah, yeah. I have tickets uh, for the game against France. Nice. And, yeah, and then I will also see um, France against Portugal. So nice. yeah, this will be also hosted in Budapest. So yeah, that'd be like that I'm France really Portugal Portugal game could be like a winner takes all kind of game as well. Um, exactly. Depending on, yeah. I mean, there'll be. I think it's that that sort of game will be one that um, because of the the third place qualification, um, like you'll be watch, watching results all over the competition to keep an eye out what how that one works yeah um i know that you mentioned yeah, yeah, yeah. um your coaching team um and um yeah having a look through it and like a lot of a lot of them are italian um italian coaches uh, does that stand out in like yeah the way that you think you, you'll play in the tournament um like that classic italian defending that we all know uh, yeah, it's a, it's a bit different. Um, of course, uh, this is the basic uh, basis, let's say. Um, so, and and this is, have to be here as well uh, against these uh, tough opponents. But uh, we could play really uh, nice um, passing football and uh, and yeah, to to play this in um, some kind of an entertaining way. Uh, so it's, it, this is not the one that uh, we will just uh, keep defending and, and let's uh, do some counter, counter attacks at the end of the game and, and let's hope for that. Um, I'm really sure that um, we will approach these games in a pragmatic way and um, um, we will be seeking for the opportunity to, um, to have some attacks and, and also um, launch counter attacks at the right time of the game. So this will be a bit of a mixture, but um, I have to stress out once again that uh, we haven't played such strong teams lately. So um, of course, um, maybe this will be our idea to approach the games, but uh, we won't have a chance to do that. Um, yeah, it's it's um, up for us. But uh, as a as a unit, we can defend as well. So yeah, this will be I think interesting games, and even for the, the neutral supporters to to see how these teams will be able to crack our defense or not. So so knowing your group, David, let's talk about, about fantasy assets. Yeah. Is there anyone that we should be looking at? Or or is it a case of look, you shouldn't get any players from Hungary? Yeah, it's a, it's a tough task to to make them <laughs> appealing. Uh, yeah, against these these opponents. Um I mentioned uh, Willy Orban who who um, scored three goals uh, during the qualification um, as uh, yeah being a center back, and he's priced at uh, 4.5. Definitely one one uh, who to look at. Um, also, uh, our keeper Ulachi is also uh, playing for uh, RB Leipzig and uh, being one of the best keepers in the Bundesliga. So. Uh, he has also the quality and of course he will have a tons of save points uh, this is sure um so 
those two can be tried um, from the from defense perspective but of course the clean sheets would be just uh, not um, really expecting uh, ones that can be expected so it's for me at least um, if i'm putting aside my bias and um, i really don't want to pick a defender or keeper there where the clean sheets are really unlikely okay anyone attacking uh, then um, yeah, attacking perspective. Um, Soboslav we, we mentioned um, he will be on uh, set pieces as well, uh, direct free kicks as well. Uh, he has a really um, good ability to to shoot from distance, and he scored a couple of goals outside of, of the box. And um, yeah, in this game, you will receive an additional point for that. So um, it's definitely something to consider. Um, regarding uh, the others. Um, who is maybe a bit under the radar is Shalai, who is playing for Freiburg, so is also a Bundesliga uh, representative. He's a um, quite selfish player, uh, which is good uh, in terms of fantasy. Uh, he will take a lot of shots, and uh, and also he will definitely will be eager to to score. Um, he has a good form uh, lately as well, so I would keep an eye on him. Um, Definitely. Unfortunately, uh, he classified as a striker, um, but he's mm, drifting from the wing, um, so it's not ideal. Uh, he's not the uh, one who is up top on the pitch, uh, who will be uh, Adam Salai, but uh, he's a really a, a controversial player, um, quite uh, slow, uh, and um, he can be there, he can score goals, but um, I wouldn't recommend him. So if you would like to pick someone from the attacking perspective, first place I would go for Soboslai. The second one, which can be a punt, a cheeky punt, uh, this would be Shalai. So I noticed that you got a couple of 4.0 start, uh, defenders. Are they start, yeah. uh, starting defenders? Who, who, who are the ones that are going to be starting out of your 4.0 defenders? Yeah, that's a good point, actually. And um, uh, yeah, we definitely have to mention Fiola, who is priced at 4.0, and he's a definite starter. Uh, whether we will play uh, three at the back or four at the black back, um, he will play. Uh, probably he will play as a um, um, at the flank. So uh, if, if we are playing with three center backs, then he will be one of them. Um, but also he can play uh, on the wing, and uh, in this way. Uh, an attacking uh, or, or a goal involvement um, wouldn't be um, um, total nonsense and uh, yeah definitely he's 4.0 and and he will play so Fiola um, yeah definitely uh, I missed that previously but uh, if uh, the money will be an issue then yeah he's a good pick okay. uh, the other, other, yeah sorry the other two figure starter will be uh, Willy Orban uh, who I mentioned and uh, Attila Salai the other one from Fenerbahce, but he is priced at 4.5 as well. So, oh yeah, these these three of them are the sure star starters. Okay, and who's your penalty taker? Uh, has to be Soboslai. Um, unfortunately, <laughs> we did not re receive a lot of penalties to to <laughs> uh, have this sample size. Um, and last time, oh, when we received one, we awarded one, uh, he did not play. But um, as I mentioned that he's uh, taking the charge and, and leading the team, uh, he will be the one who will uh, take that. 
Okay. Uh, Rob, have you got any questions for David? Uh, normally, it's me that gets to ask the penalty about the penalty taker. So <laughs> you've stolen it from me. Um, <laughs> is, there, is there anyone um, that, I mean, you mentioned, um, July that um, he he's a forward and he plays on the wing. Is there anyone that um, is maybe a defender that plays more in midfield or a midfielder that plays um a lot further forward like more sort of like these outer position players or is it are, are they the positions that um the game have given these players like pretty accurate to where they should be yeah unfortunately i couldn't find any uh, anybody who who is just yeah uh classified as uh, as a different uh, as he will play um yeah um so there is no treasure uh, hidden uh, in this in this team like this, but uh, one thing that may, yeah just came to my mind that also I saw that um, Nego, who is classified as a midfielder, uh, and he is 4.0 as well, and I think being the only 4.0 midfielder in the game and is quite popular popular uh, having uh, ownership of uh, 30% or something like that, but uh, yeah. The managers have to know that he won't start. Is almost a sure thing. He okay. scored a really important goal in the playoff final against Iceland, uh, also coming from the bench. But uh, yeah, uh, as I recall, that yeah, we have to use our um, subs uh, actively and not just to to have a bench for there for that. If you pick Nego, uh, yeah, you will receive one point per game. This is almost secured. Okay. Nice. Yeah, I suppose because a lot of people, yeah, they'll they'll look at like, yeah, who who scored recently, or some people might yeah. even just see the playoff final and just go, oh look, he scored in the playoff final, and he's only four million. <laughs> Get him in, yeah. captain him. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, it's, it's yeah, nice yeah. to know. <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, he's not not a treasure neither, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah he's a really important player, but um, yeah, a squad player, I would say. So, David, is there anyone from the beginning of the tournament that you're going to be picking from Hungary? I, uh, of course, I will maximize the the Hungarian slots. And, uh, <laughs> really? <laughs> Do you know what's so Have funny, fun. right? So we've done, you know, we're we're obviously we're recording these early, but so far you're the fourth one that we've done, and every single one has said that they're going to try and get some of their national team in, even if they're not yeah. necessarily, uh, you know, not necessarily bad assets, but not necessarily the best assets. Yeah, exactly. Uh, who, who are you going to be picking? Yeah, so Bosloy and Shalai, uh, definitely. Uh, and yeah, I will decide between the keeper, Gulachi or, or uh, Vili Orban, the, the um, defender. So yeah, uh, but I, I can understand these people. So I, I could control the, my bias during the, the Fantasy Premier League, but here, no, I, I just won't do that. <laughs> That's fair enough. Do, do you think, though, that um, we should be picking them? So would you say, yeah, I know you're picking them because obviously you're Hungarian and that's great and, you know, you want to support the national side and that's fine. But if, if you know, like for me, who's not Hungarian, would you say mm -hmm. they were good assets compared to the others that I should pick? Yeah, so uh, I was thinking about that. Um, and, yeah, of course, I, I won't recommend somebody who is just... Uh, uh, not that good, um, but yeah, you have to select him because uh, he's a Hungarian. Um, for those managers, uh, yeah, I have to also uh, 
check the, the team setup because I, of course, I didn't finalize my draft and, and I don't know how should this price structure work. Yeah. But um, yeah, I think it's wise to have rotating keepers uh, because you can use your subs uh, actively. And um, I think Gulachi could be one who is interesting because he's, he's cheap, he's 4-5. And um, yeah, uh, he can get a lot of points because of the saves. And yeah, of course, the saves will, will be coming. And yeah, um, he's a world-class keeper. Um, so he's really an elite, elite player of ours. So yeah, uh, who, if I um, would recommend somebody, then, then he would be it. Yeah, because we were saying we've um, done the recording with the North Macedonian rep and he, they've got a 4.5 keeper as well. And we're saying for people mm -hmm. that like your cheap keepers, that would be a good rotating uh, kind of keeper to have between, the, uh, you know, the Hungarian keeper mm -hmm. and the North Macedonian keeper, both 4.5. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, it's actually it's a good idea. And, and yeah, I will mm, seek something similar. Yeah. OK, David, is there anything else that you wanted to talk about or add before we finish up? Yeah, basically, I just would like to um, thank again the opportunity and uh, yeah, to to be here. Yeah, it, it was massive and and meet you guys. Yeah, it's it's a good, really, really a good um, experience for me. Um, and yeah, also uh, good luck with your project. Uh, good luck with in in the game. And uh, yeah, that's it. That's it. It was quite Thanks. good. <laughs> Thanks for fun. coming on, David. We really appreciate it. Uh, Rob, is there anything? Any questions to add? Um, I just wanted to ask one question. Just came to me can you describe the like i know that um in your playoff final against iceland um Zaborzli, i think that's how you pronounce it um, Zaborzli, yeah. <laughs> his goal was well into injury time um the winning goal yeah. can you describe yeah. like the euphoria um was there like how exciting it was Oh yeah, I have a have a memory about that because uh, we had the tickets for that game, and um, because of COVID, uh, the the fans were just not allowed to enter, and it uh, turned out two or three days before the game, so we were really disappointed to not not see this game first, um, and we considered a goal uh, in the beginning of the game, and we were uh, trailing till the 87th minute or something like that. So yeah, that's why I mentioned that we had character to, to overturn this game. Um, first of all, we just uh, yeah scored the equalizer by Nego uh, in the 87th minute. Uh, yeah, we were, you know, dancing around everybody. Yeah, just, just texted each other, you know, uh, amongst friends. Uh, and yeah, we were just preparing for the extra time. And then supposedly received the ball on the halfway, halfway line and he just went to the uh, to the outside of the box and scored a sublime goal. It was really amazing. We just couldn't really believe that. And yeah, it, it was fantastic. And it would be, have been even really um, much more better if, if we would be in the stadium. But uh, yeah, we, we just take that. So yeah, it, it was a really good momentum. We can build on that. Uh, this is my feeling. And, and uh, no, so I, I cannot really describe that with words, but yeah, it was one of one once in a lifetime moment. Yeah, that's for sure. Cool. Nice. Right. Does that answer your question, Rob? Yep. Yep. No, it's just okay. um, yeah. I, I obviously doing you, like I try and do a bit of research and watch some highlights, but yeah, that um, the moment I like so I'm creating the graphics and that, and I. Obviously, I don't put the minute of the goals um, in the graphics because it just takes up space. 
Um, and I saw the minute of that goal and I was like, oh, get on YouTube. I need to see like, see how this played out. And um, yeah, it, it did look like one of those moments where, yeah, you'd just be sort of jumping around your living room and things like drinks going flying everywhere. Just a, one of those great moments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we have a small baby at home, so I have to. Uh, <laughs> I had to co consolidate myself the, and do that silently. But yeah, it, it was <laughs> nice. Well, David, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, you know, both myself and Rob really appreciate it, and I'm sure the rest of the community will as well. So we really appreciate you joining us today. Uh, to the listeners, thanks for tuning in. Uh, please like and subscribe and look out for our next installment. Have a great evening. Bye-bye. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Bye-bye.